Another exciting episode of Storytime Anytime. Today we are going to have so much fun singing songs that will get us all into the holiday spirit. And then we'll listen to a few of my favorite Christmas stories. Are you ready? Let's sing along.
jolly old St. Nicholas is affectionately known as Santa Claus. Santa has an important job to do. Every Christmas Eve, he delivers presents to children around the world. In our first story, Santa had one last chore to do before he could leave. He wanted to give little presents to all the animals in the forest, including Barney Bear, who was fast asleep in his cave. What will happen when Barney snores like thunder and the mountains of snow crash down to the ground? The Christmas Santa Almost Missed Santa and his elves were up early. It was Christmas Eve, the happiest and busiest time of the year. We'll never get everything ready by tonight, whined Felix. Oh, don't worry so much, said Santa laughing. We've never missed a Christmas yet. By sunset, every doll was dressed, every wheel was in place, and every ball had just the right bounce. But Santa had one more chore to do before he left. He climbed into a small sled with his elves, Gus and Gertie. I'm off to deliver presents to my animal friends, he said. Make sure all the toys are on my sleigh by the time I get back. Yes, sir, said the chief elf, Jared. Anything else? Yes, shouted Santa. Enjoy yourselves. It's Christmas Eve. Ho, ho, ho. With a flick of the reins, Santa and his two helpers dashed off into the falling snow. There were presents for each of the young rabbits. And there was something special for the little fawn. Some of my enchanted jingle bells, Santa whispered to its mother. Santa even had something for Barney Bear, though he'd been a bit mischievous this year. Barney, called Santa, I have a present for you. The sound of deep, growly bear snoring shook icicles from the roof of the cave opening. Quietly, Santa tiptoed into the cave. Deep inside the cave, Barney was curled up fast asleep. Santa laid Barney's present right next to his nose so he'd see it as soon as he woke up. Merry Christmas, Barney, whispered Santa. Just then, Barney turned over and snored like thunder. So loudly, it shook the walls. Santa! Gertie shouted into the cave. Look out! Gus and Gertie stared in horror as a mountain of snow crashed to the ground. It covered the entrance to Barney's cave. Santa! shouted Gus. Are you all right? There's no answer, cried Gertie. I'll start digging, Gus told Gertie. You run for help and hurry! Back at Santa's workshop, the other elves were worried. Santa should have been back by now, said Felix. It's almost time to go. Gertie stumbled into the lamplight, gasping for breath. Santa's in trouble, she cried. Quickly, she told the others what had happened. Felix looked around sadly at the tiny elves, 
We're too little, he moaned. It will take us forever to dig Santa out, maybe all night. Santa might miss Christmas, shouted the elves. I've got an idea, said Jared. Old Eli lives just over that hill. He was Santa's very first helper, and he's the wisest elf that ever lived. He'll know what to do. Quickly, the elves piled into Santa's toy-filled sleigh. With the shake of their jingle bells, the reindeer leaped into the air. Minutes later, the elves stood before a small, ancient cottage. The door squeaked open, and out peered a tiny elf. His white beard reached down to his toes. That's Eli? How can he help? cried Felix. He's as little as we are, and he's old and crooked to boot. Eli listened carefully as Jared told him what had happened to Santa. The old elf smiled. Follow me, he said softly. Inside the dark cottage, Eli unlocked a wooden cabinet and took down a dusty pottery jar. What's that? asked Felix. Very carefully, Eli opened the jar. It looks like cinnamon sugar, said one elf. It smells like cinnamon sugar, said another elf. Eli chuckled. It's magic sugar and spice dust from Santa's very first Christmas long, long ago. This is all that's left in the world. I've been saving it all these years, but tonight we must use it to help Santa. The elves rushed to Barney Bear's cave. Gus was worn out from digging. I haven't heard a sound from Santa, he moaned. With a wink and a nod, Eli mumbled some strange words. Then he flung his arm wide and sprinkled the sparkling magic dust over Santa's sleigh full of toys. What did you do that for? shouted Felix. Now there's none left to help Santa. Ah, said Eli. Just watch. Santa's elves had seen wondrous things in their work, but even they were astonished by what they now saw. The toys in Santa's sleigh sprang to life. Robots and teddy bears and dolls in pretty dresses began to dig with all their might. Steam shovels and dump trucks huffed and puffed as they scooped up snow. A toy train hauled the snow away as quickly as the busy workers could fill its cars. Shiny bicycles and toy race cars flooded the night with light. Shouting with joy, the elves, too, began to dig. At last, near midnight, the miniature army of toys and elves rescued their beloved Santa. Thank you all, said Santa. How lucky I am to have such wonderful friends. Look, cried Gertie, something's happening to the toys. The magic dust was wearing off. Slowly, as if they were falling asleep, the toys wound down, and then they were still. 
they were only toys, ordinary toys, once again. Santa and his elves loaded the toys into the sleigh, and with a merry ho, 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 they dashed into the starlit sky. Around the world, children slept dreaming of Santa and the toys he would bring. Not one of them would ever know that this was the Christmas Santa almost missed. What are some of your favorite things to do during the holiday season? Do you like to bake and decorate Christmas cookies? Do you like to put up a Christmas tree and string bright lights? In our next story, you will meet a little boy that enjoys spending Christmas each year with his grandma. Christmas with Grandma What do you think of when Christmas comes near? Of presents and carols and elves bringing cheer? Do you think of the lights on your own Christmas tree? I think of my grandma. That's Christmas to me. Each year I start thinking when winter comes around of the big house she lives in tucked in a small town. So proud stand the houses all on one block with doors that never, ever have to be locked. We make decorations to hang on her tree from popcorn and berries and pine cones and seeds. And Grandma has cookies in great steaming stacks that come from her oven and not from store packs. She makes me hot chocolate I drink from a mug and saltwater taffy I twist and I tug. She makes fluffy eggnog that brightens Dad's cheeks and no one says homework to me for a week. On Christmas Eve, Grandma lets me stay up late in the light of the tree and the warm fireplace. She tells me her memories of children and toys in the days when my uncle and dad were just boys. The stairs to my bedroom are wooden and creak, but the room is so silent it's too still to sleep. So I stare out the window and watch the moon's glow on the spine of the mountain and silver white snow. On Christmas at Grandma's, I wake up before the rest of the family tiptoe through the door. I go down where the presents from Santa Claus wait, and the cookies I left him are gone from the plate. Later on, we have breakfast when everyone's up with Grandma's good silver and napkins in cups. But just at that moment when all seems so glad, it seems that the happiness also is sad. It's nothing to do with the gifts I receive or it being near to the time we must leave. But looking at Grandma, despite all the cheer, 
Sometimes I see sparkles I think might be tears. So I hug her and tell her I love her as much as my parents or presents or even her fudge. Then she hugs me and whispers she's not really sad, but the sound of my laughing reminds her of dad. I tell her it's nice going back to my friends, but I wish that our Christmas never would end. She says that they don't, that I'm always near. She says I am Christmas to her all the year. So whenever my face feels the first flakes of snow, wherever I am, it's to grandma's I go. Where it's always been Christmas and always will be, for Christmas at Grandma's is Christmas to me. Ah, the little boy had such sweet memories with his grandma. I love when he tells her that she's the best part of Christmas.
Christmas songs are the best. And what makes Christmas morning even better? When it snows on Christmas Day. Are enjoying all the joys of the holiday season. Family gatherings, decorating the Christmas tree, baking cookies, visiting grandparents, and what about Christmas caroling? So let's end today with a few of my favorite songs.
This has been brought to you by Twin Sisters Digital Media and Evergreen Podcasts. Be sure to hit subscribe. If your children enjoyed these songs and stories, go to TwinSisters.com to find even more ways for them to sing and learn. Be sure to subscribe to our newsletter for our free download of the day giveaways and promotions on exciting new digital learning content like these and much more. And visit our friends at evergreenpodcasts.com. Thank you for joining us at Storytime Anytime. I'm Anne Marie Kelly. Wild Precious Life is a podcast about dreaming big, digging in and connecting across distance, division, and loss. In each episode, I talk with prize-winning writers, musicians, and wanderers who remind all of us how we can make the most of the time we have. So meet me here. Let's walk and talk and dream and discover what it means to be wild, precious, and brave. 